Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. My name is Matt Ham, and with me is Kevin Adams. We are here on Wilmington's Big Talker every weekend, every Sunday, I should say, from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. That's 106.7 FM for you guys here in the Wilmington area. If you're listening online, at WilmingtonBigTalker.com. We're streaming there as well. And, of course, this show is on our podcast, which can be found on iTunes at Wake Up Our Faith. Kevin? Hey, hey. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, brother. What is happening in your world, man? You doing good today? Doing great, man. I'm uh, doing as good as God. He <laughs> lives in me and makes me happy. Doing <laughs> hey, great. Amen. I was whistling when I was walking into work the other day and just... Just getting it, and some guy goes, When you step in the door, you can't whistle anymore. And I think he was just joking, but I said, Listen, man, I don't whistle because I'm happy. I'm happy mm-hmm. because I whistle. <laughs> self, self, uh, perpetuating. It's like one of those watches you don't ever have to wind, it just one makes the other happen. <laughs> That's right, man. Keep it going. <laughs> Keep it going. Well, uh, I want to give a shout out to one of our corporate sponsors here, and that is Chris Hutchins at Guaranteed Rate. Uh, very thankful for Chris and his team and their sponsorship of this show to make it possible. Chris and his team have been in the mortgage lending business for more than 20 years. Whether you're buying a home, refinancing, want to encourage you guys to go check them out. You can reach them at 344-0304. That's 910-344-0304. Thanks to Chris and his team. You guys give them a call. Uh, Kevin, we are about, at this show, we are about helping people wake up their faith. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory when you see the title, you know. It's like mm-hmm. blue suede shoes. Oh, they're blue suede shoes. Okay, right. cool. So wake up our faith. And what the idea is is that for folks who are hungry, for they're ready to step into kind of everything that God would have for them, if they're really ready to get beyond kind of the, 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 the their own understanding and kind of the world's precepts of what it looks like to be spiritual and to start to bridge the gap between their their, their boxes in their life, their faith or their family or their business or whatever it is, living this kind of stressed thing, step in to something greater, which is what we have in Christ, and live that out like for real. Mm-hmm. And so that's what the show is about, to encourage people to wake up. And, uh, and that's what we're here to do. And, and, you know, you and I have been talking about this for whatever, two years now, I guess, of just, you know, our relationship and, and getting to know each other like there's such a passion. Like we have such a passion to help people, man. Mm-hmm. Like it just burns, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To help them for real. Yeah. And, and you know, it gets to a point where you, you see people that are drowning, you know, in, in their own, by their own admittance, you know, right. or I mean, even by their own um, non-admittance, but you still see it. And it's just like, man, I want to help people. And yeah. so that's what we're here to do, to help mm-hmm. people kind of wake up. So I, this is kind of a call to those who are living in this world to say, I really want more to life, like for real, and that's not found on a shelf in Barnes & Noble. Right. <laughs> well, it, you know, there's a, there, there's a hunger in people that, that God created us with. There's also a brokenness that man uh, and the enemy of God um, created in, in, through sin. And so both of those things kind of uh, are divisive, and uh, people live one way, and God wants us to live another. But mm-hmm. we have a natural uh, craving to live one way in our flesh, and in our, even in our soul, or our mind, will, and emotions. But then in our spirit, um, we have a craving to live for God. And those thing, two things are in conflict with one another, and so the soul is kind of the battleground. Mm. 
the flesh needs to follow the soul, and the soul needs to be in submission to the spirit. And this is why the, the in Hebrews it talks about the word being more uh, it is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, and it divides. You know, it talks it compares it to bone and marrow, but it, it divides soul and spirit. We have to be able to understand the difference between these two things so we can understand what it means to be hungry versus um, hungry for the world. The Bible says that uh, a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Mm. So we have to get into what does it actually mean to be friends with the world. Now, we know some things that are obvious. It's the inobvious things where we see that struggle in everyday Christians and what we want to do is is unearth all that, be very honest about it, not nasty, but lovingly honest, and deal with it. You know, I, I think you, you you mentioned a great thing, this this idea of flesh, soul, spirit, this three-part kind of distinction of man. You know, that's something that we addressed in Learning to Feel the Word, uh, one of our courses right. uh, that folks can kind of check out on our site if you're interested, uprint.life, Y-O-U-P-R-I-N-T dot L-I-F-E. We have some other courses there, but you guys can check that out. Kevin, I want to dive into this concept of of soul, flesh, and spirit, because I think it's one of those things that maybe we don't pay enough attention to, Mm -hmm. to really understand exactly what's going on. But you mentioned the soul being the mind, the will, and the emotions. And I think the big kind of recognition is that we live the majority of our lives being guided and directed by our mind, by our own will, and Mm -hmm. by our emotions, instead of navigating from a different compass, which is the Spirit of God. Right. You know, the Bible talks about which way, when the road forks, should I go to the right or to the left? You know, Mm -hmm. and you're, and it talks about a lot of times it says, you know, the heart, you know, kind of tying to that heart or the gut or the conscience or the the spirit, the right. same kind of concept. Mm-hmm. So, so I think the big question is to ask people, you know, do you find yourself living as being guided by your mind, your will, and your emotions, or do mm-hmm. you find yourselves being guided by the spirit of God right. and beginning to get honest, like you said, mm-hmm. and that's where it begins. So I want to talk about maybe how to help folks kind of start to grab hold of that. Yeah. Well, the first thing is, and we have a whole course and outline and even our mentoring program helps walk through that um, to get you free. So once you're free, you can begin to step into who you are and watch God uh, unfold it before you with through provision and opportunities and uh, favor. And it's it's a real thing. It's There's a proof of concept, and, and you know, my own life is, is, a, is a proof of it. But... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it starts with recognition of this, and uh, I mean, there's a lot to it. We can't get to all of it today in one one show or one segment, but uh, the, uh, the the simple way to say it, it, you look at that passage in Hebrews, and what it's saying is the Word um, itself is is what divides these two things, so we can see it, mm. And but they are as close as bone and marrow, so they seem like the same thing. I grew up thinking the soul and the spirit are the same thing. You know, and the soul and the spirit will go on, but the flesh will die. Um, so they're both uh, uh, sort of ethereal type things. But you are a spirit, and you have a soul, and you live in a body. The body is just momentary. Um, the soul is your gift set, your personality, it's your mind, your will, and emotions. But that has to be in submission to your spirit. Um if you read in Romans, it, it says, uh, I don't remember, the maybe it's in 8, but it says the uh, those who are led by the Spirit, these are the sons of God, you know, or i.e. sons and daughters, uh, children. 
adopted, not slaves, not servants of God, but true sons and daughters. So that's a different relationship. So to get to that place, you have to be led by the Spirit. Well, that means you go against conventional wisdom. You follow what God tells you. And I'm telling you, you can see it over and over in Scripture. The breakthroughs are at the behest of God's will, not common sense. But most people don't understand this, so they stay committed instead of surrendered, and they end up following their own will, their own logic, the mind, one plus one equals two, um, or their emotions. So I, I make a decision about buying a car. I got to go get that car because I love the smell of the leather, or that car's practical. And you know, none of these things are bad, but they're not supposed to lead. Um, so, you know, so you got the mind, logic, the will, I must win. I must, what I think is right. I must have victory. So you got that. And then you got pure emotion, man, I love the smell of it. It makes me feel good, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But we make decisions out of that. And, and those things are good things, but they're not meant to lead us. We need that thing where, where it says, stop and help that person right now. And you got to do it. Or that thing where you give to somebody, and you just don't know why, but you do it anyway. That, that's the spirit. It's a different thing, but that's what has to lead. In order to put all that in, we have to start with a word. Yeah, and I think, and I think the, the first point is this recognition and awareness, you know, so that the question becomes is what is leading your life, you know? And if you are a professing Christian and are being led by your mind and will or your emotions, then probably want to address that because it's not how you were created to be guided according to the word. And that's right. the first point. That's where we have to start to press into this. Yeah, I mean, even in our mentoring outline, uh, you know, we've got to uh, uncover the model and, uh, you know, learning how God designed people, spirit, soul, flesh, then navigating by the spirit, adjusting our perspective and so on. Yeah. You know, you got to know the rules if you're going to dive into a game. You know, if, if and again, the way I've heard it before is if God created us, right? If he did, mm-hmm. which we believe he did, then he, he's kind of the author of this thing. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So we've got to yeah. read his word yeah. and listen to what he says instead of our own feelings. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to get this from the Christian celebrity bookshelf. We're not going to get this from all the well-known folks who are in an echo chamber, you know, meeting and greeting and getting paid to get on stage. Yeah, and we're going to step into that here a little bit after this break. You guys are listening to Wake Up Our Faith on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM. You guys come back right after this short break. Hey, I'm Matt Ham, co-founder of Uprint, and I want to let you know about an exciting new course that we've created called The Spiritual Cleanse. We know that people want to uncover their why and live out God's purpose for their life. But the truth is, the circumstances and demands of life seem to bury us. The cleanse was created for the specific purpose of helping you break free from some of the spiritual strongholds so that you can learn to respond to your circumstances instead of being buried by them. Through a process of daily devotionals and exercises, you will learn how to become spiritually instinctive, get a fresh picture of who God is and who you are to Him. Go to www.uprint.life forward slash spiritual cleanse. That's www.youprint.life forward slash spiritual cleanse.
Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. If you are a new listener or if you're a regular listener, uh, my name is Matt Ham, and with me is my good friend and co-host Kevin Adams, and we are Uprint. A little context, both uh, Kevin and I are Christian authors. Uh, Kevin, his book, uh, The Extravagant Fool, was published by Zondervan, which is an incredible testimony of Kevin living by faith uh, and watching God show up in a powerful and profound way. Uh, if you guys want to learn more about that, I would highly encourage you uh, to connect with us to get a copy of it. Um, and then uh, I wrote a book called Redefine Rich, just about reframing our perspective on what is the essence of life uh, as far as what are we after, what's our motive. And that's kind of who we are. And mm-hmm. we founded a faith development organization called Uprint with the heart to begin to wake people up to faith, uh, to begin to mm-hmm. wake them up to the reality and the essence of how they were created by a, a beautiful and profound creator who gave them everything that they need to accomplish his purpose. And then he wants them to live it out and complete surrender to him yeah. and get the victory in the process while he gets the glory. And we live in a world where that sounds crazy. And even in a Christian culture, sometimes it wants to fight it because it doesn't fit into the box of what we've always done. And so Kevin and I want to stand yeah. here and Amen. say, listen, we have to get outside of this box of our own understanding. I was talking with a good friend of mine the other day, and he was going on and on and on about this thing he's struggling with. And I told him, I said, dude, get control of your mind. You know, do, and I was really kind of forceful with him because I had the relationship to do that. Mm. And he called me back a day later. He goes, oh, my gosh, man, I was letting my mind yeah. and my emotions and my will lead my life mm-hmm. down a path that was like putting him to the place where he was thinking about doing something he knew he wasn't supposed to do. Right. But he was so fed up and he felt justified in doing it. Yeah. And, and so we were talking in the first segment, Kevin, about waking people up to how they were created and mm-hmm. getting the distinction between you have a spirit. God's spirit is in us. You are a spirit. You were before and you will be again, ultimately. The in-between part is temporary, your flesh. But yeah, keep going, man. And we have this this spirit. We are spirit, and we have to be led by that, navigated by that, instead of the fears of the world, That's our right. mind, our will, and our emotions. I was talking with a buddy the other day who sells... Uh, you know, churches will pay for, you know, materials and things like that, whether it's Bible studies or whatnot. And he yeah. works for an organization that's kind of selling this stuff. And and one of the churches he was talking to made the comment like, you know what, man, y'all stuff is good, but, you know, we got a board member of this other company on, you know, our board. And so we really can't make the switch. And I said, dude, yeah. listen, I'm sorry, but what is driving that train is political mm-hmm. and it is not the fear of the Lord. That's when you're right. worried about offending a man or a woman because, you know, he's part of a company and you're trying to, you know, right. glad hand him back and forth so he can do that is not right. the spirit of God. Yeah. And so what we're trying to do is stand up and say, what is navigating your life for real? Right. Absolutely. Because that's the thing that really helps people. It's not, it's not, uh, uh, carrying the line and, and, and helping them, uh, continue to live in a, in a false impression of who God is in their life. It's we have to be real. We have to raise our expectations of God. He's better than people think He is. And it's in this world of uh, surface level Christianity where we, you know, we have gone from our parents' old style church to a marketing style church. Um, nothing has gotten any better. Yeah, you might have a bigger campus with more people there, but people aren't truly being changed. And uh, you know, I, I don't. Uh, the heck with the caveats, but a lot of that has to do with this, um, you know, promoting the idea of 
who's got the name, who who can we bring in instead of because you're trying to attract, you're trying to find out quote unquote what works, which is you know, it's just what does that even mean? I mean, what works is truth. What works is Christ. Yeah. You know, Christ crucified. That's it. Beyond that, we're 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 to become sanctified and and to be discipled and to live as children and to know that place. And from there, I mean, so there's no you know, there's famous people, but that's that's irrelevant to God at least. It, it we're all in this. So it's not about a building and and we can get into that too, but it's just it I think we get really uptight about it because we see it. It's it's crazy. And it it's kind of done in a way this this model that isn't in scripture. But it's just something we've created and you know, it's kind of getting dusty and old. It ain't working. Well, the thing is is when you start to talk to people of faith and you say, "Well, where did you go to seminary?" you know, or you know, who what who what pastor did you train under? Or what you know what I mean? Right. It's it's you're you're starting to define the mind, will and emotions. Yeah. Instead of the spirit. I mean, think about the 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 original, the think about the disciples, the original disciples and they became apostles. Think about these guys. Um none of them were educated uh beyond a, a normal you know, they they were just regular folks. Now you had a zealot, and you had a tax collector. You had different lifestyles. You had a different uh, bents and beliefs. But uh, you know, we could argue and say maybe Paul was the only one that had a kind of a super IQ type of dude with with a lot of uh, education, religious e- education, which he said, "I count it all rubbish." Mm. You know, Paul's one of the greatest people that ever lived. Well, he said, "I count it all rubbish." So what works? Wow, it, it's to count it all rubbish, like Paul, yeah. right? Which is ultimately Christ. You know, it's a picture of Paul, man, as he walked away from everything. He he That's literally right. turned from everything that he knew, yep. and he left the institution. So, I mean, just to set this up for those that are listening, I mean, some, some folks might already know this, but here's a man who lived and abided by the old Jewish law, the Pharisaical law. Yep. He, 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 he knew it like the back of his hand, and he was a Jew of Jews, you know what I mean? He was a Hebrew among Hebrews. I mean, he was the man. Yeah. He had it down pat. That's right. And he encountered God, like he encountered Jesus in risen form in such a profound way that it radically shifted his life to do a complete 180, to drop everything he knew. Yeah, that's right. That, and this, this is the the guy with a a pretty, pretty smart dude, right? He, he even said, um, you know, I can, I can argue by that and fancy words and all that kind of stuff, but I, but I'm not, I mean, he threw all that out, but it, it, you know, he said he could brag on himself if he wanted to. Right. So what we see in uh, what I would call, <laughs> and I'll do it, bloated organizations, um, we see people with good hearts, well-intentioned, but, they, but there's no courage. You know, people are the church. Um, what we see are basically cruise ships, and we see captains of cruise ships, and, you know, what's going on on the Lido deck or what have you. And that's what makes us sick. It hurts. It hurts our hearts. But what what you print is, and what we want to do is, we want the church people to be a battleship. So I guess if you're a pastor out there, ask yourself: Are you running a cruise ship or a battleship? And can you really be honest about that? And it takes courage to do that. But you print, you print's a battleship. It ain't about Sunday. It's about every day. We want to set people free, because that's what Jesus came to do, is set the captives free. 
So I'm going to get down off my little podium here and say, we're just regular guys. We're not celebrities. We're not famous. But God's doing something, and we're going to step up to the plate and carry it out, whether people are afraid of it or not. It doesn't matter. Um, We're here to help, and we can. And it's not being genius. It's just being anointed for it, and it's by God's hand and his wisdom. And so we use Scripture, and, and we've got great models built and a good system. It's awesome. But but if you want to know who you truly are, you're probably not going to find it on going to church on a Sunday. You're going to find it, you know, include church in your life, but don't idolize it. And and Matt, that's something Matt said on the way over here is we've, we've got to quit idolizing these institutions. Yeah. Um, well, it's a know. conviction of my life is that knowing and confessing that I have for many years— you look to the pastors, the names, the authors, the guys that are great, you know, and you start to elevate these men instead of the God that exactly. created them. That's right. You know, which is which right. is something taken right out of your book. You know, yeah. so, so God's doing the same thing. It's like you know, you have a chance to convene and commune with the Creator of all things in an intimate one to one relationship because He sent His Son to That's die right. for you. You don't have to have the intermission of of a pastor or an intercessor to access the Holy Spirit. It's in you, right? right? And That's you can right. applaud a pastor and say, "That's fantastic." But then you can also, in your quiet time, hear from God himself speaking to you, and you can say, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is the fullness, right? This is the Zoe that Christ promised us. Mm -hmm. This is life abundant. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where you're navigating by that and and, and communicating there. And so that's just my kind of own, you know, conviction and stepping forward into this myself. Well, it's the gospel of the kingdom. You know, the the gospel of salvation fits right in as a centerpiece of, of all of Scripture is the gospel of salvation. But it, but the gospel is bigger than just salvation. In other words, you know, we have this mindset is about getting into heaven. It's not about getting into heaven. It's about becoming a son or daughter of God, of the living God. Heaven's a part of that. Right. Yay. But it's about kingdom work. That's why the word says, seek first, you know, the, the righteousness of God and his kingdom. kingdom. It doesn't say seek first the church. What Jesus is saying is go be the church. And that means becoming sons and daughters. It's a big deal. We can help people with it. You know, one of the things I think about, Kevin, is Jesus came and abolished an institution to set up a new one. And so just sit with that, you know, as we go on this break here and think about it. Are we worshiping an institution or are we worshiping the one who created it? On a mountain in spirit and truth, what he said. (laughs) That's right. You listen to Wake Up Our Faith. We'll be back right after this. At Uprint, we believe that fully developed people are the greatest asset of any organization. If your organization is looking to develop a culture of satisfaction, well-being, and unified purpose among its members, Uprint is the breath of fresh air that will help. Our faith development workshops are geared to help the members of your organization uncover their God-given potential and work within a streamlined corporate vision from a place of individual value. We work with some of the fastest growing, most dynamic organizations in both corporate and faith-based settings, and we offer a wide range of faith-driven, personal development, and cutting-edge business leadership topics. To learn more, schedule a discovery call by going to www.uprint.life.
Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. My name is Matt Hamm, and with me, as always, is Kevin Adams. You're listening to Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. If you're in the Wilmington area, uh, welcome. Catching us on the dial, 106.7 FM. If you're listening to us streaming live on WilmingtonBigTalker.com, we're there as well. You can also find this archived in iTunes with our podcast, Wake Up Our Faith. Now, we've been diving in today, Kevin, a little bit about distinguishing soul from spirit, getting honest about what's leading our life and what we are idolizing as far as uh, institutions and, and and structures and processes and people and things instead of going after God like for real. Yeah. And, you know, there was this, I told you this the other day, I'll just share it with our listeners here. This is, I was reading in my quiet time when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, okay? So this is in the book of John, at least the account I was going after. He's raising Lazarus from the dead. What you need to know is that you have Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, and they are siblings, and Jesus was very good friends with them, and and he's going to Bethany, which is where they are, and he knows that Lazarus has died, and he's been in the tomb for four days, and when Jesus comes up, Mary uh, and Martha actually greets him and says, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died, and so there's this faith that she has in Christ that he can do all things. She said, if you'd have been here, he wouldn't have died, and he says, he died so that my glory might be revealed, Mm -hmm. and so he goes to the tomb. And he says, if you would but believe, and, and, and he, he, he addresses this thing, and he says, uh, roll away the stone. Mm. And the entire crowd, Mary and Martha and everybody around go, oh, my gosh, no, it's going to stink. Like, you know, he's been dead for four days. It's going to smell bad in there. Right. And Jesus said, do what I said. Do you not believe? Mm. Do you not believe? And he goes, Lazarus, come out. Mm-hmm. And he walks out of the tomb with these linen strips on him, you know. And I mean, I, you put yourself in that picture, put yourself in that scene. You, it is crazy, man. It's emotional. There's a lot going on. Very powerful moment. And, and Kevin, it hit me that in our own lives, there are these stones, okay? There's these things that are blocking us, kind of keeping us entombed, if you will, keeping us in prison, keeping us dead. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, listen, I've rolled away the stone. Everything that needs to be done, I've already done it. I've died. Nobody can die again. It's done. You're free. Yeah. Come out of the tomb. And we, me, I know, like Martha and Mary are like, wait, but it's going to stink, you know, or I'm worried about, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. what if it smells, you know, instead of saying like, no, mm-hmm. listen to what he's saying, step out of the tomb. And so I think kind of tying this into our conversation mm-hmm. is sometimes we don't realize what's actually leading us, because when we say, but what if it stinks, we are worried more about a circumstance than what God's promise is for us. Mind, will, emotions, the soul. That's the soul, right? Yeah. And that's and that's that was a story to kind of highlight that for those of you that are listening that are saying like, all right, I want to be awakened to this idea. Are you worried more about it smelling or what somebody might think or what how it's going to affect you? Know, what are you worried about? Is your fear rooted in your own understanding? Right. Or is it in what God has said and what Christ has done? And that's where we have to point people is to go there. That's right. Lean not upon your own understanding isn't a suggestion. <laughs> it's it's truth. God tells us that. And, you know, I think it's uh, 1 Corinthians 3.18, which is even the basis for my book. You know, um, it, if you think you're wise by the standards of this age, you must become a fool um, to, to be wise. God says you got to flip it upside down. In other words, you don't need to go by 1 plus 1 equals 2. Now, that that's... 
you know, people want to argue, so you have to build a case underneath it because people jump to conclusions. But uh, truth is, if you look at Scripture, yes, you, God gave us these things. If you, you know, you need to have logic, you need all that stuff. But it's just not God. It's not the 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 lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not how you navigate. Uh, it's not the head of the spear. The head of the spear is the Spirit, and that's. That is a radical thing for a lot of people because it's it, they don't trust it, and and you, but you have to build that. You have to learn by getting intimate with God and staying in the Word, and then you can learn to trust it. You know, so, one of the, one of the things that I want to cut y'all. Go ahead. Uh, well, I, all I wanted to to add to that was uh, just it, it. If you look at Scripture, uh, what you see is. Now, if you don't believe in Scripture, then okay, that's fine. But if you do, and you're a true Christian, then you have to agree. It says all Scripture is God-inspired, God-breathed, right? It's true. Look at the pattern. See what—how did the breakthroughs happen? Did they happen by 1 plus 1 equals 2? Or did they march around the walls of Jericho and they fell? Did Abraham go— over and over and over, we see the power of God. Is it, why is it like this? And I'm going to be quiet, let you talk. It's like this because if, if it's by our mind, will, and emotions, then it's by our own power we take credit for it every time. We act like we're not. We'll let other people give us credit. That's why the it pastor or the it whoever around gets all this credit from people. And it's, uh, wow, it's kind of, I'm not sure it's a, it's a really good thing. You know, so we have to do the impossible by God's power so that God can be glorified. So we can point to him and say, he did it. And people can say, wow, wow, you couldn't have done that because you're not qualified. And you and I, we say, amen. We're yeah. not. <laughs> right. We're not. We're just regular folks. Anyway, go ahead, Matt. You well, the, you, you, you kind of touched on it where I was going with that. I, I kind of went ahead of it. We've been around each other long enough to kind of see the trajectory here and sure. the, the whole power of God thing. You know, with that thing with Lazarus, the power of yeah, God raising right. him from the dead was getting ready to be revealed that the people might know that God had That's sent right. him and people were more worried about how it was going to smell. And so what exactly. I'm what I'm saying and seeing in our, yeah. in our church bodies today is when it comes to the power of God, stuff, it kind of goes, ooh, that, that's, that, what if that smells a little bit? Or, I'm not comfortable with that. That's a little bit different, yeah. or it's weird, or whatever. And you start to see stuff, and all I'm saying is, is that Jesus offended that's right. people's minds. That's he, right. He offended yes. them, right? You said he's the chief offender he, of the mind. Absolutely. It? said it in my book, too, because <laughs> he did it to me first. I get it. Yeah. And when, and when he's, he's offensive, you know, and that's the thing, is when you really look at it, he offended the entire Jewish yeah, institution right. because they were looking for a king coming in on a throne. That's right. And he came in in straw poverty and said, listen, this that's is ground right. up. This is organic. <laughs> this is using the farmers and the fishermen and the most unlikely that's candidates right. to usher in the kingdom of God. Yeah. And so now we're in a world where we focus on, you know, doctrine and we focus on, uh, you know, what college we went to and how many degrees we have. And we just, yeah. listen, it's not bad to go to a Bible school. It's not bad to go to theology, to get your, your master's or your MDiv or whatever. It's not bad, but it's not God. It, <laughs> it is, can be bad. <laughs> yeah, well, it just, it doesn't like, there I might, said it, not you. <laughs> 
There might be a guy sitting on Front Street right now. Unlearn all that stuff, man. (laughs) There might be a guy sitting on Front Street right now, and he might have the power of God, and he might be able to speak wisdom just as well as any single pastor standing behind a pulpit in the city of Wilmington, and we wouldn't listen to him because he's a homeless guy sitting on the side of the street. And we have to remember that these these fishermen, man, and these fishing villages are what ushered this in. That's right, and that is what we see in Scripture. So this isn't just some grand idea. But people aren't connecting the dots here. It's just, well, who's the latest, greatest million-seller pastor or book writer or whatever instead of, let's just get to it, man. Let's get out. Let's be a battleship. Forget the Lido deck in the pool. Let's be a battleship. Let's go after it. Let's get people free because we truly care about them because our Father cares. And guess what? One body, many parts starts to happen. We start recognizing who we are, and that's the whole idea of Uprint. You've got the corporate DNA of God's family, but you've got a specific purpose that he created you for, and that isn't being taught out there in your average everyday box on Sunday. I'm saying it. Uh, I believe it. I've, I'm 51 years old. I've lived a long time and been rich and poor and seen a lot, and I'm telling you, this is what I've come to, but the church is you and me, all of us, getting after it every day our Father, through the Son, and it's amazing. Yeah, and when that happens, you start to see transformation in culture. You start to see the power of God at work, and you look back, and you're like, how did that happen? The only explanation is to try to take credit for it or give God credit for it. That's right. And that's where we kind of come in and say, you know what? We're going to give Him credit for it. Our heart breaks to give Him credit. We want Him to have credit because He's God, not us. Don't put us on a stage and you know, we're not trying to tear people down or hurt people. We're just saying, look, quit, quit, you know, focusing on people as idols or institutions or whatever. You know, it, church is great. Yeah. But uh, church is just an expression of people. It's people who are the church. Yeah. Every day. And that's one of the things that you see with churches when they have a pastor that maybe goes off the wayside and gets called in adultery or some other kind of ugly thing, how it just wrecks so many people because inadvertently that person's been put on a stage, a platform. Exactly. Yeah. And that's not the way God intended it, right? Yeah. Well, the subtle thing is the soul. We can, we can get back into that. It's not the, the obvious things. Yeah. But that's where the soul really... Uh, C.S. Lewis' screw tape letters is uh, a, a real mm-hmm. good picture of that, how that works. Uh, but we can talk about that when we come back. And yeah. We gotta... Fantastic book, by the way. If you've never read it, jump into the screw tape letters. It is... Uh, whew, it'll it'll shake up your world real quick like... So you guys are listening to Wake Up Our Faith on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM. This is Matt Ham and Kevin Adams, and we'll be back right after this. Uprint was built around the idea that everyone matters, and that's why everyone needs to uncover their God-given Uprint. Think of it this way. God wants to leave His fingerprints on the world through yours. We combine the very best personal mentoring with incredible high-quality faith development courses that bridges the gap between traditional personal development and sound biblical teaching. If you're ready to uncover your why, thrive in your gifts, and live the life of impact you were created for, Uprint is for you. Go to www.uprint.life to schedule a free discovery call. That's www.youtprint.life. 
Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. You're listening to Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. Kevin Adams and Matt Ham here, part of the Big Talker's weekend lineup, some of the local programming here. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. If you're in the Wilmington area on the dial at 106.7 FM, if you're online, Wilmington Big Talker, Dot com or on our podcast, Wake Up Our Faith. If you guys are listeners to the show, we'd love to hear it. And we'd love to kind of hear some feedback on, you know, what are your thoughts on, on this? You know, it's kind of if you're listening to the show, uh, where what are you struggling with? You know, what 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 is it? What questions come to your mind? You know, what observations do you have? And and we want to invite you guys into a part of the conversation. You know, our email address is info at uprint.life. That's Y-O-U-P-R-I-N-T dot L-I-F-E. Of course, that's our website as well. You guys go there, check it out, and connect with us. Uh, we've actually, Kevin, got another event coming up here at Live Oak Bank um, on November 15th. Excited about that. We've been able to go there um, yeah. every quarter and and share mm-hmm. with some of their folks and, and love the organization and the opportunity to kind of start mm-hmm. to talk about faith and philanthropy and how it bridges together to sustain our purpose. And yeah. so that's part of kind of our corporate right. uh, engagements. And so... Um, yeah, if you guys are in a business or own a business or have something to do and you want to bring something fresh into your model and uh, really challenge your people to to start looking at things from a different perspective, uh, we certainly can do that and would love to. So a little right, yeah. drop a little nugget there. Well, there's and and you know within that environment or even outside of it, it I mean we we deal with a lot of different stuff here and including uh, uh, marriage, uh, you know, training right. and parenting, um, all the way up to just corporate development and being able to help develop from a spiritual perspective, good employees and help people come from a good place. Right. Um, it's all Christ centered, God focused. Um, but it's, it's revolutionary kind of stuff. It's very different than your average, pick it up off the shelf at the Lifeway. This is good stuff. And, uh, it comes through a lot of trial and error and pain, but proof of concept is there. So, uh, you know, just, just definitely give us a shout or what have you. We'll walk with you through anything you're going through. And, uh, you know, God will be a big part of that if the, the entire foundation of it. Yeah. And you can't lose if that's honestly the case. Amen. You can't lose with him for sure. Kevin, one of the things that's really kind of the fire underneath us, I know both of us, you tell me this all the time, certainly my parents and grandparents and everybody else for generations has said it, but it's something that doesn't go away because it's true. And that is, you know, it's fast. Life is fast. You yeah. Know, watch out. Blink of an eye. That's right. Um, you know, you tell me that all the time with my kids as a way to just mm-hmm. encourage me through the tough seasons to say, man, I know if they're crawling in your bed at three in the morning and I know if they're, you know, throwing you a fit or whatnot and they, they need you to carry them or whatnot. It's not always going to be that way, man. So right. embrace the moment, embrace the season. Life yeah. is fast. And that's one of the things that's really a fire for us because, you know, you're older than I am. <laughs> Um, and and you, you remind me of this, not to get lost in it myself, but you say how fast it really has gone by. And we talked about this a few episodes ago with your grandmother who who passed away here recently. And you said, right. man, I remember. So it's just like that. And so that's what we're saying, yeah. man, is we are here for a breath, man. That's in it. God's economy. It's, it's Solomon said it. It's like dew on a grass. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a vapor. Yeah. Boom. It's gone. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing with it? Like for real. You know, what are we doing That's with it? it? Yeah, and we talk about it here and there, and then we get on back to our normal routines. And, right. Uh, you know, routines are fine, but, man, it it is uh, it is truly – I, I can't describe it. And I know anybody, the older you get, and probably somebody at 70 or 65 or whatever can, can definitely give us a, 
a lesson on this. Sure. But uh, just being 51 I, and thinking back, you know, my kids are all grown up and I have a grandchild and I, I am blown away by how fast uh, the last 30 years, the, the first, you know, 20 some odd years was, it seemed like it took forever. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Mm-hmm. And so what do you do with that? We well, don't get down about it. You say, okay, I got stuff to do. And what better thing to put your life into than honoring your father? with everything you got, all your resources, your heart, your gifts, everything. And so that's what you prints about is setting captives free, not getting them to a church, but getting them to be the church and uh, live it out. And what it does is it improves everything around your life, your surroundings and your community. And man, if there's, if there's a better definition of church, I want to hear it. Yeah. One of the things that you're, you're talking that passage of setting the captives free, and that's drawn out of Isaiah 61, which has been something you know has been on my heart mm-hmm. for, for a while. But there's a beautiful part in that passage that really hit me when we were talking about this, our heart for this city, mm-hmm. is it says, you know, he will create oaks of righteousness, a planting for the display of the splendor of God. And it goes on, right. it says, to restore the ruined cities. That's right. And I mean, yeah. this is why Christ came, you know? Right. I heard somebody the other day, Kevin, this is a, a pastor who was teaching or whatnot, and I was listening, and he, he, he kind of made the argument or the, the, the observation that Jesus, his message, as he went throughout the countryside teaching, mm-hmm. he gave the same message which is recorded as the first message, which is Isaiah 61, mm-hmm. the Lord has anointed me mm-hmm. to heal the sick and set the captives free, that that was his message during the ushering in of his ministry mm-hmm. because it was the power of God is here and now, and yeah. I am here to break you free. Like, mm-hmm. that's what he did everywhere he went, right? you know, and it was really powerful because it was like, man... The, the power of God will accompany the work of God, and right. that's when you can look at it and say, oh, my gosh, you know what I mean? That's this right. is either logic, you know, and I'm going to try to kind of right. yeah, but it or, you know, whatever, yeah. or say, no, God is at work here. Yeah. And so, you know, we stand up to say, you know, welcome the power of God right. to, to accompany his work yeah. to do what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think the big enemy is for the everyday believer is uh, it's, you know, going back to the soulish place. Uh, we know, for instance, I use this example a lot, uh, something God really spoke to my heart a few years ago, but uh, we use it, the, uh, we know, uh, for, for instance, robbing a bank is, is wrong, right? Yeah. That's a sin. That's a if fleshly, you know, whatever, uh, pornography, same thing. We know that. So most people aren't doing those things. Uh, maybe, you know, pornography probably more so, but we know and would all agree that's wrong. Where we miss it is, and this is like the screw tape letters, um, where we miss it is this this area of moderate, flexible kind of faith where we apply moderation to our faith and we elevate our spouse above God or we elevate our children above God and we don't even know we're doing it. And uh, we make decisions by muscle memory, in other words, by emotion or stronghold or by some other person's stronghold and trying to navigate through it. It's a pile of garbage mm. that we have to become free from so we can see it. So, you know, Jesus asked uh, the guy, uh, what was it, the pool, the guy wanted to, uh, what was he, he was a, uh, I don't know if he was a leper. He's lamed, yeah. He was lame he couldn't for walk, yeah, for his life. Years, all, uh-huh. yeah, all his life. And, and, you know, the guy was like, well, Jesus said you want to be healed. And the guy didn't answer his question. He All he said was why he couldn't be. Well, people keep going in front of me. Well, this and that, and no one to stir the water. And mm. I mean, I can just picture Jesus looking at him like, I didn't ask you any of that. Mm. 
So get we got to get out of this idea that we have the answers, that we are somehow— see, we, we live in this place where we're, it's like a an apartment, right? Uh, and this is a kind of a weird thing. I don't want to keep us here, but uh, it's almost like C.S. Lewis is our roommate, um, but <laughs> Darwin is the landlord. So we're paying the wrong guy, and we're saying we're, we're buddies with this guy. But uh, it, it, this whole idea of the soul— we navigate by that. And I mean people in high places or people who are praised. And uh, we've got to break that off. And it, it's going to take people who are not known. It's going to take the lowly people. It's going to take the widow and her mites, mm-hmm. not the guy on in, uh, on a stage of great heights that's praised. I mean, it's just, it sickens me. What we see in Scripture is not that. Yeah, And uh, we need people to give all. And, and really be all in. And, man, that's when people get free. That's when the, the, the logic breaks off, and you see the power of God that you can't explain, and he gets credit for it, mm. not some man or some woman with a book or whatever. And we got books, yeah, and they're great. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. But we're not saying they're God. They, they are something God's given us to help, uh, you know, help yeah. the charge here. Absolutely. Kevin, you, you mentioned the screw tape letters, which of course I've read a couple of times and has been hugely impactful in kind of my growth and transformation here. And people say, well, you know, what would you, would you call out the church? Why would you do that? Why would you know, do, 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 look at you, you know, whatever they want to get angry, but here's C.S. Lewis. This is ex- from the screw tape letters. This is exactly what he said. This is what we are echoing in today's culture. Right. C.S. Lewis writing as a demon says one of our greatest allies at present is the church itself. Period. Yeah, amen. And so it's something that has been going and echoing on in the hearts of people to say, get out of the institution. And of course, we have to become the church. And so that's That's what we're standing up today and saying, guys, uh, we appreciate you tuning in uh, and listening. We can help. It's not about self-righteousness. It's about yielding to God's righteousness all the way, honestly. And if we would but do that, we can become vessels by which he would use our gifts, talents, and passions to literally change the world. Not just figuratively, not just yeah. a Hallmark card. That's what it's about. We're all in it together, man. That is it. Kevin, well, listen, man, thanks so much for today. It was awesome. Yeah, for those of you listening, I appreciate you tuning in to Wake Up Our Faith. We're here every Sunday, 1 to 2 p.m. on 106.7 FM. We'll see you guys back next week.